Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Each week, a Chamber staff member will sit down with a guest to discuss what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, develop our workforce, and tell the inspiring story of Greensboro to the world. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union. As one of the largest credit unions in North Carolina, Truliant is proud of its work supporting the businesses and the people that make our communities thrive. Chartered in 1952, today Truliant serves more than 250,000 members, helping them and our community build strong financial foundations. There are five locations in Guilford County to serve you. Visit truliant.org for more information. Hi everyone, this is Meredith Berger. Before we begin today, I wanted to let you know that we recorded this podcast back in early February, a time before the impact of COVID-19. Guilford Apprenticeship Partners is still moving forward, and our companies have been very supportive of their apprentices. We are now in the orientation time for this year's Apprentice Candidates, which has transitioned to a virtual format with activities, tests, and interviews with companies. Fortunately, these students are tech-savvy, making the transition a smooth one. Even as our manufacturing companies pivot production with new products and workforce makes some transitions, the need for apprentices to choose these careers and be a pipeline of new talent for industry is critical. And we look forward to continuing to grow this program. We're here today to talk about one of my favorite subjects to discuss, and that's the Guilford Apprenticeship Partners Program, GAP. You've probably heard about GAP either on social media, in the community, through your friends, maybe through your student teachers, just in general around the community. We're excited to be here today. Um, Guilford Apprenticeship Partners is a registered apprenticeship program registered through the state of North Carolina and through the community college system. It is a four-year program where juniors and seniors in high school are recruited to track through four years at Guilford Technical Community College and then at the same time working at one of our local companies in six different tracks. Our tracks are advanced manufacturing, aviation, automotive, supply chain logistics, IT cybersecurity, and our field service, which is HVAC plumbing electrical. So we have six tracks now in our upcoming fifth year of GAP, so we're super excited about the program. Uh, These students go through a rigorous application process Uh, then move on to open houses, orientations, pre-apprenticeship before they're officially signed on as GAP apprentices. And to tell us a little bit more about that, I'm so happy to have with me today my guest Courtney Smith with Machine Specialties and Peter Sean with LC America. We're excited to have you here. Um, Love to have them tell us a little bit more about themselves and what role they play in GAP. Sure. Uh, So I work for LC America, uh, which uh, is the American arm of an Italian snack pellet manufacturer. Um, you know those little uh, veggie straws that you might find in the supermarket? Those are the kinds of things we make. So we, uh, we extrude those and then we sell them to our customers who then uh, will fry or air, air expand them and then uh, season them from there. Mm-hmm. I'm the apprenticeship coordinator um, for LC America uh, along with uh, Kendra Royster. Uh, honestly, the whole company is really into the apprenticeship program. We really believe in it, and uh, we're really we're really excited to be a part of it. That's what makes you so successful is that you have everyone on board with the program. That's yeah, wonderful. that's absolutely a part of it. Good. 
Uh, I work at Machine Specialties Incorporated, as you said. We are a precision machine shop. We make parts for aerospace, military, commercial, medical, things along those lines. I'm a second year apprentice there. I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, specifically with machine specialties, we have uh, rotations where the apprentices can um, sort of get a feel for what areas they might enjoy in the shop. Since there are there may be some companies that will allow students, the apprentices, to have to go into just one field, say just maintenance. Uh, machine specialties, um, since we take in so many apprentices, they tend to allow the students and the apprentices to pick whichever area they want to be in. We have 12 rotations for the first years, and then the second years you choose four out of those tracks that you mentioned earlier, um, and then they pick three of them to go for three-month rotations in. What's been your favorite so far? I would say possibly the milling rotation has been my favorite. I really like, we had this one machine called the Yazda, and we have three of them, so we call it the Yazdaville, and I really liked working on those. They were a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Milling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, what year are you there at Machine Specialties? This um, your second? Yeah, I'm a second year. Okay. Great. Awesome. Peter. Um, tell me why LC America joined GAP, and tell us a little bit about the ROI and how GAP, the apprenticeship program, has changed the culture in your company. Sure. I'd be happy to. So we got involved with the apprenticeship program because uh, it's difficult to find people who are already trained in our uh, field. Um, our closest competitor is 700 miles away. Um, and our closest cousins are in rubber and plastics manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And so as far as a food manufacturer, you know, you're not standing out there over a kettle. You're working very highly sophisticated pieces of machinery. You're working some, some very difficult uh, uh, things because you're putting so, the dough under so much temperature and pressure mm-hmm. that it ends up being a mostly sealed environment. So it's not, it, you know, it's not your candy machines. It's not your Coke bottling. It's very highly automated, and it relies very heavily on people who are highly skilled. So what do we need? We need apprentices. We, because truth be told, even if you come into the company as someone new to it, it's going to take a lot of training. It's going to take a lot of work, and it's going to take a long time before you're truly experienced enough to be able to create the products that we create. So what does that mean? It means that we have a longer view on what it's going to take to make someone a really, truly experienced and excellent member of the company. So apprenticeship is a natural fit where Mm -hmm. where we started in Italy. But truth be told, it could be adapted um, for any uh, company that's usually used to doing things in a slightly different way. But anyone who does need highly skilled uh, employees. So the the return on investment, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, um, if your company wants uh, it to show up on your paycheck in the next two weeks, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is that's not the kind of people we're trying to hire. We don't mm-hmm. want people to show up now and then two months later be gone. We want to hire them and employ them for decades. We want them to 
to support the company and the community in the same way that we plan to be here. We want to, we are looking 20 years in the future. So we want people who are looking 20 years in the future as well. So as far as return on investment is concerned, uh, it's a surprisingly high turnaround because even though we're only in our second year of the program, we have second years, just like Courtney, we have um, one of, uh, uh, her graduating class at our facility as well. Justin. Justin, yes. Yeah. And he's wonderful, and we love having him there. And he's doing amazing work. Um, all of our apprentices are doing amazing work. As as soon as we get them onto the floor and get them trained um, on some of the basics, they're, they're there. They're ready. They're solid. And that's what we're looking for in employees. And it's a lot, uh, it's a lot easier to have that kind of that kind of energy and that kind of hope and that kind of future thinking optimism to come from younger people uh, than it is to try and source it from outside. It takes a lot of, uh, half the battle is attitude. Mm -hmm. And when these folks come in, we've spent so much time with them during the orientation process, during the pre-apprenticeship process. We know and we can guarantee that they're going to be ready to undertake that kind of commitment, the four-year commitment. Um, but on the flip side, that's the company committing to the student as well. Mm -hmm. And the company is absolutely all in on the student's development as a person, um, as well as an employee and as a student. Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Well, as, this, um, as Peter mentioned, this is a four-year program where students spend four years, a uh, couple days a week at Guilford Technical Community College and the rest of the time at the company. Tell us a little bit about the mentors that you have and your your not so youthful workforce. Maybe how do they relate to the youth apprentices coming in as seniors and possibly recent graduates of high school, working with very senior level with, with lots of experience on the floor? How does that work and how have you all made that a little smoother in your company? So it you'll regularly run into people who are nervous about having really young people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, their last experience with teenagers may have been raising them mm -hmm. and they're not exactly <laughs> ready to have them working for them and, uh, or to be training them on very expensive machinery that they themselves are concerned about breaking or damaging or fixing, uh, yeah. in some very expensive and important ways that are very time consuming. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is that these students are focused and they have that kind of community support behind them coming straight out of high school um, that they, and the support from the community college as well, um, Guilford Tech's a fantastic partner in this endeavor. And we get to we get to all come together to support the students and build their careers from the ground up. Um, so it's a, it's a real opportunity here for both the students and the companies to see what's possible and what they can do. And honestly, some of the, the people who are most sticky about trying to introduce teenagers into onto the work floor, uh, they're the ones who end up being the biggest advocates of it mm -hmm. and the most excited and the, uh, and the best mentors because they are so ready to, and once they see how eager these students are to learn and to and to do a great job, that they get excited too, and it 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 breathes some some fresh air into the into the entire workforce. And you know we're we're not huge, um, we're not a we're not a big shop, but we do have a 
pretty good percentage of apprentices, and we love working with them. And our uh, our older employees definitely love working with them because they can see a future there for the company. I like it. Thank you. Uh, how has been How has it been with you working with your mentors at MSI? I know MSI has a culture built around their apprentices oh, yes. with scheduled programming um, for not only your training but for just real life experiences. Mm-hmm. But tell me a little bit about the mentorship at MSI. I will say one phrase that I've heard numerous times from more, more of the quote unquote normal. Um, workers is that they appreciate having the apprentices coming in when they're young because they say that they can mold their workers to better understand their culture and environment as an apprentice more so than a seasoned worker who's worked at say 12 different companies and has different types of learning experiences they may have to unlearn what they've known to relearn for MSI Whereas with us, me being a 19-year-old apprentice, they can just tell me exactly how they want it to be done, and they'll know that I can do it, and I won't have any other type of information going through my head as to how I think it should be done differently, because I have no other experience. And so they really appreciate it. Yeah. Let's turn it a little bit toward um, looking at the 138 or so GAP apprentices that we have. Only five or six of those are females, and as one of those females uh, working at MSI, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about how you would encourage other females to either join GAP or work in the manufacturing environment or mm-hmm. anything related to apprenticeship at all. I understand that the field that I'm in may seem more like the man's world, and that might turn off more girls from joining the apprenticeship program, especially for me, when I was um, looking into it and doing, going to the orientations and such, I was the only girl in my orientation group of about 30. And so that was a little bit nerve-wracking. I was like, are there going to be any more girls? Am I going to be the only girl? I will say that at my company, MSI has taken in the most apprentices. We have about 62 apprentices. We do have four girls. So out of the five or six, a lot of them are at MSI. And... I have gotten used to being around guys all the time because even in the company itself, out of maybe 180 quote-unquote normal workers, Mm -hmm. there's probably 20 women. And so I I want to address to girls that it may be a man's world at the moment, but in the future it won't be. If you're interested in the field, then you should go forward and try and get a manufacturing degree or get an engineering degree because if you are if you're wired for that sort of thing you shouldn't let anything like gender or possibly strength or anything along those lines hinder you from going for it I know it's very important that our apprentices come in some of the school visits with the high schools especially some of the females so mm-hmm. that you can relate to some of the girls who might be interested in yeah. the program or have heard about the program and just don't really know much about it or if it's something for them or not so Thank you for yeah. being a great example of that. No problem. Um, so if there are any students who are considering apprenticeship and would like to know more about the GAP program, please ask your school counselor, your teachers, your principal, uh, even your peers who, who may have heard about the program. It's certainly becoming more and more widespread throughout the county, not only the public schools, but also the private schools, charter schools, homeschool students, and more. So really getting the word out, but it's just best to go ahead and ask someone at your school if you are interested in joining the program. 
Uh, for others interested in the community to hear more about GAP, please check out guildfordapprenticeship.com, our website with some videos. Courtney's featured in one of those videos as one of our featured apprentices, and you can certainly learn, learn more about the program there. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you all for being with us today. It Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Absolutely. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union. As one of the largest credit unions in North Carolina, Truliant is proud of its work supporting the businesses and the people that make our communities thrive. Chartered in 1952, today Truliant serves more than 250,000 members, helping them and our community build strong financial foundations. There are five locations in Guilford County to serve you. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes Hi everyone, on YouTube, this is Meredith Berger. Video sponsor, North Before State. we begin today, Impact I wanted to let you know that we recorded this podcast studio. back Producers in early February, a time before West. the impact of COVID-19. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook Guilford Apprenticeship Partners GSO is Chamber. still moving forward. See you next time. And our companies have been very supportive of their apprentices. We are now in the orientation time for this year's Apprentice Candidates which has transitioned to a virtual format with activities, tests, and interviews with companies. Fortunately, these students are tech savvy, making the transition a smooth one. Even as our manufacturing companies pivot production with new products and workforce makes some transitions, the need for apprentices to choose these careers and be a pipeline of new talent for industry is critical. And we look forward to continuing to grow this program